What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA Podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts Podcast. It's your boy, Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai. This is episode number 58. It's been a minute, and I was going to shoot an episode last week, but we went away to Daytona, and I had an eye infection, which I'll get into when we talk about the fight. Um, in this show, we're going to talk about the fight in Daytona. We're also going to talk about the Israel Adesanya-Alex Pereira intriguing matchup which I think maybe people are looking at the wrong way. We'll see. Um, and beyond that, I'm going to give my commentary on what people should be looking for when you're joining a martial arts gym, MMA gym, jiu-jitsu gym, karate gym, taekwondo gym, boxing gym, whatever the case, wrestling gym, whatever the case may be. Um, we'll talk about that. If you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend, if you want to stop by the gym, hit us up at www.luckysmt.com. The gym is growing super fast, and we love it. Even in summertime, people are still coming in the heat and getting their work in. We've added BJJ. Obviously, I've said this before with Carrero, BJJ, and Roberto Carrero is an amazing uh, instructor. I've been training under him the last, I don't even know, six months? I don't even know. But it's been really fun. I've learned a ton. And I'm excited for the future. So if you want to stop by the gym, hit us up, www.luckysmt.com or hit us up at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram. And you can also hit up Roberto Carrera at Carrera Martial Arts. I'll put that as well at Carrera Martial Arts. There you go. Okay, first let's talk about the fight in Daytona. Um, everything worked out perfect. Hotels were kind of crazy because they had some event going on up there. But... It was an easy drive. Everything seemed to be going just beautifully as planned. And then I woke up Sunday morning, the day of the fight, and my eye was shut. Um, I had an eye infection, which, what am I gonna do? I'm in Daytona. We have uh, check-ins for the fight in like two hours from the time I woke up. Um, nothing we could do so i'm just like we'll just load the car or whatever i don't have to do it with one eye it is what it is then i went out to load the car and we had a flat tire awesome so it's sunday there's hardly any repair shops open on sundays but we found one and it was literally right across the street so i was able to just sort of drive the car across the street which was great the gentleman at the car repair shop said, hey, we don't do plugs, we only do patches. So I couldn't get my tire done because they were like $35 for a patch. And then they looked at my tire and said, oh, we can't do that. Uh, your tire's bad or something. And I said, well, uh, can I get a used tire? What is tire? Can I get a, get a tire? They're like, yeah, they started like $225. So yeah, no, that wasn't gonna happen. So he filled us up with air, ended up putting the spare on, going to the fight, and it is what it is. In the fight, uh, Keanu McKenzie, who's been with us the last four years or however long, I'm starting to lose track now, he's made some great improvements over the years. He is now 4-1. Um, his only loss was his title shot, and that was, you know, it was rather quick. So we're pretty stoked about it. And he went in and literally did everything he's been working on on his own, everything I asked him to do. And he even took a lot of input from outside sources. I know that... Um, uh, my partner Jacob actually showed him to do some things and worked on some stuff in class and he was able to, to do those things. So ultimately we've had, you know, the last four fights we've had, we've had three big wins. Um, and then we had one loss, but it was an injury in the fight, a, uh, a shoulder out of socket. So 
Shout out to Eric Perez because he was tough as fuck. He fought again. Uh, got up and fought anyway, and then the shoulder popped out again. There was nothing he could do, but he was awesome. I think we might have had another win. So all that being said, I'm super stoked about the way the team is and how things are going. And the wins, you know, 12 years old, 17 years old, 30 years old, whatever, it, it, it just shows that it doesn't matter necessarily what age you are. It matters that, you know, the system that you put in place the theories and the ideas and the environment uh, matter. And that's what helps people become better fighters and more importantly, better people. So I love that um, Keanu went out there and did a lot of really amazing things. He fought a spectacular fight, won by decision, but it was unanimous and he was never ever on the back foot. So shout out to Keanu. He did a fucking amazing job. Um, I'm stoked about it. And I guess talking about the environment and why that matters uh, segues right into this, which is my commentary on what you should be looking for when you're joining a martial arts gym or any gym, I guess, for that matter. But really, most importantly, a martial arts gym, primarily because there might be physical contact and you have to decide at what level of physical contact you're willing to um, accept. So... What are your goals? I think that's probably the most important question. Um, what are your goals? What do you want to be? What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to become? Because remember that we're all out here as trainers trying to change lives. And I guess there there is a situation where it depends on what the person wants to be as to whether or not your abilities to help change their life will work. Um, if somebody wants to be a painter, it's going to be a hard time learning how to do that with somebody that wants them to be a sculptor or showing them how to be a sculptor. So um, first things first is, you know, what do you want? Now, look, a lot of guys out there right now are dreaming. I was going to say something really bad, but I'm going to keep it cool. Dreaming about being in the UFC or the Bellators or whatever, one championship, whatever it is, Titan. I don't know. There's a lot of organizations out there. Some are like springboard organizations where you can get to the UFC or a higher place. But they are willing to risk everything to get there. And that's what following a dream is all about. The problem with willing to risk everything is you might actually lose everything. And in this game, particularly, a game that involves physical contact at the highest level, you have to be very discerning about what type of gym you go to so that when you finally do get your shot at your career, you can have a long one. If you get into a big organization, even a small organization, you have opportunities there, but you're nursing tons of gym injuries and wear and tear from the years of just putting your body through unnecessary torture, there is a necessary torture, but unnecessary torture, just to try to show the people in that small circle that you're worthy. The truth of the matter is your hard work, your wins, your determination, how you treat people, all of those things determine your success. And yes, you do have to make a splash in the MMA world in order to be seen or recognized. But 
where are you making the splash? How big is the reach? What are your advantages? I believe that it's necessary for you to, or a person to really, really spend some time and audit the gyms. Go around, see if you can catch a week. You know, obviously most gyms do like at least a day for free. You might be able to get a week for free, but don't just spend it going and taking a class. Actually check out the people that come to the gym, say some hellos, see what kind of things, you know, are floated around in conversation. And that can help you decide where you want to be. The other thing is techniques. I've learned, uh, I've talked to a lot of people that have told me about their training and that their coaches didn't put a lot of emphasis on their techniques. They most put, mostly put emphasis on um, conditioning and sparring, actually fighting in the gym. And I think at some points, people didn't know better. That was kind of just what they did. But, you know, there is a level of IQ in the cage or ring that is so high at the highest levels that you cannot, you can't count on just talent to get you to the top and to maintain your positions up there. You have got to understand the game. You have to understand people's movements, left, right, forward, back, you know, what they're thinking. You have to have their setups, all these things. So if you're not learning techniques and theory and all that stuff while you're training, you're gonna just be another tough guy um, with a lot of tough guy stories, which is cool. Cause if you've ever been out to like a campfire or at a backyard party or something, tough guy stories are awesome. Um, but it doesn't mean anything for a Hall of Fame career, sort of. You know, there's a lot of tough guys from previous, you know, first through 100 UFCs that are tough guys, but are not living great. Obviously, the money wasn't great, but their bodies are beat to shit. You know, there's GoFundMe's to help them do surgeries and all sorts of things. So, yeah, man, determining what gym you want to go to definitely depends on goals. Now, look, you might just want to get in shape, but you might not also want to be at a place where they're taking freaking selfies in the mirror every five seconds. So there's something to be said for that situation as well. You know, you might want to go to a little bit tougher gym, harder gym, a gym with less amenities, uh, just so you can get a real workout without having to deal with, you know, everybody's... Uh, Instagram, whatever, YouTube, uh, with a Snapchats and everything else going on around you while you're just trying to get your lift or get your workout in. There's a lot of things that gyms have that are spectacular. Um, some gyms are fully equipped, shower, saunas, all those things. And if you're somebody that requires those things, you need to go to one of those gyms because the gyms that don't have those things also are not going to be there to accommodate. We're, we're not going to go out and put in a sauna because we're a small gym. You know, we don't have a ton of amenities. What we don't have in amenities, we make up for in our teaching, in our outreach, in how we treat everyone and how we bring people together, all of those different situations. So, you know, Determining where you want to go for a martial arts gym really depends on you and a conversation you have to have with yourself about where you want to go, what you want to do. If your goal is just to get in shape, 
go to a place where you can get in shape, you can have some fun. If your goal is to become a badass fighter, go someplace where you can learn techniques, get good, get some amateur fights, build up your record, and then become a pro and work your way up. Don't spend a lot of time at places where you're just constantly, constantly getting beat up in sparring or beating somebody else up in sparring and you're not actually getting fights and moving up the ladder the way you're supposed to. The fact of the matter is gym fights don't matter. They just don't. When I first started out doing Muay Thai, I was doing um, just a lot of training, a lot of training. And people started asking me, oh, you're doing this, oh, you're doing karate, you're doing taekwondo, whatever it is. And then eventually the question started hitting me. Uh, people were asking me, you know, do you have a belt? What's your belt ranking? Their belts in Muay Thai? And I had heard a, a saying basically that there ain't no belts in Muay Thai unless you actually win a belt. And yeah, man, that stuff, that stuff really, really matters. So I would just say, go to where you want to be that gym fights, gym fights, talking crazy, all of those things. If you don't like those things, go somewhere where, where those things aren't happening. Other people love that shit, man. People, there are people that love to talk the craziest shit in the gym and they feel 100% comfortable and uh, th those people gravitate towards each other. Listen, man, if you love that, go there. You're supposed to go and do the things that make you happy. So based off of your own goals, your own opinions, your own how you want to be, who you want to be, and where you want to be, that determines what gym you want to go to and what gym you should be at. And by all means, if you feel uncomfortable at a gym, leave. If you feel like, man, this is a good gym, it's you know great techniques and all that, but I don't really fit in, leave. Be where you want to be. Be happy. The gym is supposed to be a place where you're learning. At least if you're doing martial arts, you're learning. You have um, some social systems. People are there that you're communicating with that you may even work with at some point. I've set up so many people to work together that are in the same field or fields that connect. Like that's what I believe it is. I, I believe it's about community. And I believe within that community, you can have people that are badass fighters. They just have to be trained the right way. They have to be taught the right systems. Be where you want to be. Be at a place that makes you happy. Remember, the only belts are the ones you win. So if you're scrapping in the gym every day and your brain's taking damage and you're not working your way up to get one of those belts, then, or at least attempting at all with all your heart, then all those scraps that are constantly messing up your brain and breaking your toes and hurting you and putting you out of commission for weeks at a time, they're not worth it. Find a gym that you can love, find a martial art that you can love, become a better person become of it because of it, and spread it around. All right, so let's talk about this Israel Adesanya, Alex Pereira matchup. They both just won their fights. Israel's fight, obviously, against Cannoneer was considered a little boring, but whatever. On the flip side of that, Sean Strickland got knocked out with a nicely laid left hook and then a cross just for extra measure to finish the fight. This brings these two on a collision course. So what does it mean? Well, we know Pereira's beat Adesanya twice in kickboxing. That's a huge advantage mentally. We saw Sean Strickland kind of get under Israel's skin 
at the press conference speaking specifically about the Alex Pereira fights. Well, that was kind of funny because I've never seen Israel get sort of, you know, tightened up like that. He's usually the one getting everybody tightened up. He's never usually, you know, taken out of his skin. But at that moment, a little bit. Alex Pereira, on the other hand, I know he had an interpreter, but stoic. Stoic, man. Every time he's answered questions that had anything to do with Israel Adesanya, stoic. His whole thing is just let me get there. Because once we get there, then we can have it. So I don't know how Israel feels after two losses in kickboxing. It seems to me like he's on top of the world and he should be like, man, I ain't worried about this dude. I'm, I'm ready for this guy. I know He already knew this guy was coming. He says he doesn't care about whatever that situation, whatever he was saying about him, he doesn't really care about it necessarily. But the real truth of the matter is, it's intriguing as fuck. Can Israel wrestle him maybe? Is he just going to stand and outstrike him? Is it first one to touch the chin wins? I don't know, man. Four ounce gloves are a son of a bitch. So even though Alex Pereira has that crazy power, four ounce gloves helps everybody have a little bit more power than they would have at any other, at, at a time where they're wearing, say, boxing gloves. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. I just don't know if Alex Pereira got over to the UFC too late. Israel's had time to settle in. He's had time to get his wings, get his feet underneath him. He's done what he needed to do to be at the top. And he knows what it takes to go five rounds in this and be at the top because it involves wrestling and jujitsu and, and, you know, standing, clinching and grappling and cage work and all this stuff. And I don't know if Alex Pereira has all of that in his repertoire just yet because I don't know how much experience he has doing this at the highest level. Kickboxing, yeah, but MMA is not the same thing. And if Israel can use actual MMA and not just stand and strike, maybe actually look for some good takedowns and work a little bit of wrestling, he actually has a better advantage than he does if they're just striking. So I'm looking forward to that fight. I hope they make it soon. Ooh, I hope they make it maybe end of the year. We'll see. If you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend. If you want to stop by the gym, hit us up at www.luckysmt.com. Or you can drop us a line at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram. And we will get you in for your free trial, sign you up. Boom, boom, boom. And maybe you will uh, become the next badass fighter. Who knows? Anyway, I love y'all. Peace. I'm out. Mm. I'm going to drop some more of those videos too. I know y'all love the combos. Oh, subscribe.